I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, Finding Yourself in Life's Little Moments. Hi, dear listener. Well, I'm sitting on my favorite bench, overlooking the vast Pacific two days after Christmas and the air is blessedly free of smoke and haze. Here in Australia, the period around this time between Christmas and New Year's and even beyond is a time of collective, I was going to say, I say freedom. It's a time when people just truly go on holiday. They truly vacate. (laughs) Vacation, you think about that word, right? Vacation is to vacate, is to leave, to vacate your usual. um, Routines, you know, work, life, whatever it may be. And you will just relax. I really like that about this place because after this year, it's kind of perfect. I just think of the words of amazing grace. Grace has brought me here thus far and grace will lead me on. Grace will lead me home. And this period now of vacation, of holiday, of repose of freedom from my routines you know and that's not to say that I don't love those things but this particular vacation I think comes at a fairly critical time because it's like the opportunity now to live in a different way so I think in a certain sense that's the best possible um, use (laughs) Of vacation is when you actually step into a new world. I think that's why people like to go on vacation, you know, is they may step literally or figuratively in whatever dimension you would measure that, you know, they step into a new world, a different world, a different place. And that's the feeling that I have now. I hope it's not too windy, it's a bit windy, the breeze is coming from the northeast and um, the sun is quite strong. I'm actually going to kind of shield myself for a moment. Hold on. So, yeah, the, the wind is coming from the northeast. The sea is a steely blue, green, gray, dark blues, rippling. It's subtly turbulent not overtly so just rippling waves and the boats that I mentioned in my previous podcast the boats that I mentioned that are sailing now towards Hobart, Tasmania came through this harbor, the harbor yesterday are well on their way down south 
you know, to their destination. And before me are lots of little, I wouldn't say lots actually, just a few scattered boats, small boats, motorboats and little sailboats dotting the vast expanse here of the Pacific waters that lie before me as I sit on the edge of this island continent. Just an incredible, incredible, incredible place. I've had the chance over this holiday to spend time with fellow Americans, and uh, I really like that, you know? There's something about it. It's a unique and kind of interesting experience to be an expat, what they call an expat. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting and and unique and it's nice to be with Americans, you know? It's nice to be with people who I was gonna say speak the same language. I mean certainly we all speak English here, but nonetheless it's it's different, you know? It's different. Like I said in a previous podcast as well, you know, that um we're wrought from whence we come, from where we come. And uh, that's certainly true. So you just feel that, you know, in other people. I'm just walking a little bit to get into the shade. It's quite... The sun is quite strong here. Um, It's the highest UV index in the world in Australia. So, you know, one gains a certain um, respect for the sun. (laughs) Because, you know it could kind of do you in <laughs> if you let it and uh, and so people are very aware of it certainly more so now than used to be the case but um, it's good to be aware and the shade is beautiful so here I am kind of in the shade of a banksia tree which is a Australian eucalyptus tree um, and uh, like I said the air is beautifully fresh and you really appreciate it you know Hopefully that means that fires have died down in places that have been besieged by them and uh, people are literally and figuratively breathing a bit easier. I hope so. Here it's definitely less, uh, you know, really free of smoke. So fresh air is a blessed and beautiful thing. So the whole notion of being on vacation is taking a different or deeper meaning for me these few days as this holiday sort of unfolds Um, because it allows me to be in duet with the force of the creative energy, the creative dimension, what we might call God the divine, that which is numinous, ever-present, subtle, real, present, as I said, you know, ever-present, ever-present, here, 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 here. You know, that dimension, dear listener, is actually very real, and it's very close. It's as close as a hairbreadth away and even closer and um, it's almost like do you know those interesting 
um, sorts of optical illusions. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't think that's the right word. But there are these drawings where if you um, if you focus your gaze one way, you see a rabbit. And if you focus your gaze the other way, another way, you see a, what is it, a turtle? I can't remember what it is. One's a rabbit, another's a, you know, something else. Or one's a young woman and one's an old, old woman. You know, one's a young woman and one's a very old woman. And it's just a matter of sort of switching your gaze back and forth. You know, you focus somehow differently, some internal mechanism in the optical um, movement, the optical facility, you know, the brain, eye, um, connection, you just, whatever that is, whatever cognitive optical process, you know, you switch, you switch, and then you see something completely different. So that's what this other dimension for me is, is really like, because I've begun to realize that I can navigate by this other dimension. Some people call it the fifth dimension um, versus the three-dimensional world, which is the world of the material world. I don't know exactly where time fits in because I actually think time is probably differently um, configured. This is just a theory, but yes, I think so. Differently... um, differently manifested depending upon which dimension you're you're focusing on and you see people talk about free will well there is something about the ability to willfully um how can i say choose which one is focusing on so this vacation is a really beautiful time because dear listener you see i am free i'm free to allow myself to choose to focus on this other dimension. And this is the dimension where magic happens, okay? It's where the mysterious, the mystical inhabits um, our lives. And what's extraordinary, paradoxical, and, and, you know, kind of amazing, inspiring is... Um, uncanny is that um, it's actually there all the time we may not notice it but when we start to notice it the ways that things manifest in our lives the way that you know sort of interesting beautiful kind of blessings happen the way that God works you know the way that this mysterious dimension coming you know from that great grand infinite source of of life and creative um, manifestation, you know, moves us, enters our lives, right, is uh, is something that um, when we start to realize the signs of it, and I actually recently did a podcast called Signs because, you know, that's starting to become actually a fairly significant dimension of my life, a very, fairly significant aspect of my life. But you know something, dear listener? I was sitting in this cafe today, right? And um, it's one of my favorite cafes that overlooks a beach. And uh, the people there are really nice. I got, you know, I know the young people who work there as waiters and waitresses and servers and all of that. And um, 
that's part of it, you know, that's really part of it. So, um, I usually, I usually have a, uh, a turmeric latte with unsweetened almond milk. And I don't know if that sort of sounds exotic or familiar in any way, but, you know, turmeric's really good for sort of and is an anti-inflammatory and it's there they make it there in this really good way you know which is unsweetened and um which I really like and uh so you know that's kind of what I get all the time and the um one of the really nice serving young girls there said uh came up to me after I'd ordered it and said well actually we've stopped making it right we've stopped making it we stopped selling it here, you know, we've stopped having it. But I recommend, you know, this chai latte. And I know this might sound like we're really off the point, but I was a little dubious and I was a little mm, flummoxed and a little, you know, kind of disappointed that my favorite turmeric latte wasn't being served anymore. And she said, no, you know, it's okay. It'll be okay. She said, I do recommend it. Okay, so I thought, okay, and um, actually she said, no, we're serving chai latte now and matcha, which is a, um, a, a root, you know, I think it's a root, but anyway, they're both fairly natural, and, um, but I was concerned, you know, so anyway, but she said, and I said, well, which do you recommend of those two things? She said, the chai latte, you take that, so I said, okay, all right, I will. Anyway, dear listener, suffice to say that this drink ended up being so delicious, so rich, so beautiful, so ongoingly, you know, it came in like this beautiful pot, this this um, sort of iron pot, you know, it was just fabulous. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, life is kind of like that. Something doesn't work out, right? And yet you realize that it was sort of a path to something that was even better, that it was actually beyond what you could possibly sort of have imagined, you know, because that was the case. And I sat there for a good hour, you know, just enjoying this thing and um, and writing and, and, you know, so on. And, uh, and it was beyond anything that I expected it would be and beyond, way beyond, you know, any disappointment and um, so on. So, you know, that's the thing, is that I look back on life, right? I look back on life, and I was sitting there in that cafe, and I started, I was writing, you know, I was writing, I was writing, because that's what I do in my notebook. I write to God, right? I write to my dear dad, who's with me in spirit, you know. I write to several, you know, two other two other people who are no longer, you know, embodied, who yet I feel, you know, their presence is a big part of my life. And I write to them and I ask them questions. I ask them for guidance. I ask, I ask, I say, you know, can you help me? You know, what do you want to tell me today? Whatever. And I usually start with a question and maybe that question will take, you know, three or four lines, you know, whatever. But um, that's usually what happens. And then sort of automatically kind of just, you know, as I let go and allow the insights, you know, to come through, you know, to me, um, that those, the, that wisdom, that, that guidance comes through my pen, you know, from these sources. That is how I navigate my life, dear listener, from this other dimension, okay? My pen, my hand, my, my arm, you know, my very being is a, um, conduit, you know, for this 
for that which is it, it can be can be transmitted right from this other dimension from this this other very extraordinary place you know this this you know what people sometimes call the fifth dimension i don't know but in any case it's 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 incredible if that's what it is i i sort of feel like that's kind of you know maybe a good way to look at it you know or a a handy way to look you know it's it's it, it doesn't ring false it rings like yeah kind of true so um you know people talking about that these days but anyway as i was writing there enjoying my chai latte with almond milk and it was perfect it was so good it wasn't caffeinated like a lot of times it is you know because i actually i can't drink caffeinated drinks you know it it, it sends me it sends me a bit haywire <laughs> god bless all of all of you who can you know because i i think a good coffee is probably just you know it's like the bee's knees but um but uh yeah that's not something i can actually um I can I can deal with <laughs> or my nervous nervous system can't deal with it but whatever it was I was sitting there and I was writing and started like I usually do you know almost like with a question but that question dear listener as I was you know writing in my notebook and I've got now probably 20 notebooks filled with this these 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 dialogues right with with this you know with with the divine right with god with with that which is coming been coming to me now for almost almost um three years, you know, steadily, right, um, as I've made this enormous transition out of really, you know, just tough stuff, and um, even saying that, I can't even really say it anymore, because it, it actually, today, feels like it has well and truly moved into the past. I sort of declare that to you, dear listener, as I declare it to myself, as I declare it to the great expanse of the Pacific that lies before me here, as I declare it to the world, you know, as I declare it to, you know, to every living, breathing thing, bodied and embodied and, and all that is is um, now, you know, passed on, you know, I just declare it because as I was writing, okay, and usually it comes just a question and then like sort of this, this answer comes to me, you know, this answer comes to me. What actually happened was that I kept writing the question and the question, it wasn't really a question. It was like more like the answer was coming from inside of me, right? It was coming out from me. The whole thing was coming out from, from me. And I realized, oh my gosh, you know, I am now free, I've become free to be that source itself, you know, and the image that came to me was of a chrysalis, right, when a chrysalis moves out of the cocoon, when it moves out of that thing which has held them, okay, it's held them, so, you know, there's something paradoxical, right, about the image of a chrysalis, the metaphor of a chrysalis, and that that's, that chrysalis is is basically the stage where a caterpillar is, you know, morphs, right? Almost like beyond, I mean, totally beyond recognition into a butterfly, okay? And the thing which, which, it, which holds it, which is that cocoon, both um, 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 restricts it and is the incubating 
right? The incubating place, the place that is incu- it, that in which it is being incubated to move and become this free being, right? This butterfly, this beautiful, free, unencumbered, right? Just gorgeous being. And the image that came to me was of a, a chrysalis that had emerged, right? fully free and and the, the the shell the cocoon was in this image a a dark kind of almost crusty kind of um shell that was like dropped away it was like that that shell had dropped away it's almost like it had just cracked off right cracked open cracked lay out down you know fell away fell away it was just it was no more there was no more constriction there was no more constriction there was no more it was like free and all of that that cocoon that strange you know dark you know sort of darkened crust kind of like cocoon was everything that I've been that I've come through all right and it was incredible dear listener because it was like in some really weird weird paradoxical way it was all of that that had both constricted me and incubated me to be free as I've become okay here now in this holiday time right in this vacation so paradoxically dear listener it's the um it's that strange difficult restrictive painful experience of the cocoon that thing which is the whole past of my life 60 years I'll just say it you know straight out that's how long it's been in some ways you know that's the whole past is sort of collapsed into this is 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 essentialized is um condensed into this you know sense this image of this cocoon which has both been restrictive and simultaneously paradoxically the medium of of my freedom right the medium for the coming into myself now i don't know how one explains that right i mean that's why we in some sense need these metaphors because i don't think the human mind can really totally like grasp this i mean it comes from something else there is some larger divinity there's some larger plan right that's at work and there you are sometimes in these blessed moments and you go oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my god that's this is something it's something i could never have planned this i probably would never have chosen to plan it you know people say that you come into your life choosing what happens i mean maybe that's true i haven't kind of got to that um that point I think where where I can I can um sort of um authentically you know genuinely say that's occurring to me you know that's something I can cognize and and uh sense uh but maybe that'll be down the line somewhere you know I don't know but uh oh my gosh when you just simply look back from where you are and you go (laughs) holy guess God can say it right oh my gosh look at what look at what happened look at the twists and turns you know I was saying to a a friend the other day I was saying you know there were things that happened that I really wanted to happen that didn't happen 
Um, you know, I remember specifically back in 2008 that um, ABC, which is one of the major networks um, in the United States, you know, was going to do a kind of feature um, on my work, you know, and what was happening in my work, particularly with people with disabilities. And as you may recall, 2008, at the end of 2008, you know, that was the... Uh, that was right then, right in the midst of the global financial crisis, right? I mean, in the, the epicenter of that, sorry, the epicenter, the epicenter of that was, um, you know, was the United States and, uh, and, and New York, you know, I mean, but the whole country really. And um, so the networks, like everybody, you know, were cutting back big time and they would have had to have come a distance, right, to feature, to film you know, what I was doing, okay, which, which involved various circumstances and, and, and was not in New York City, which is where they were based. And uh, they were cutting back, and they were, they were cutting back in ways where, you know, they weren't um, spending, they, they, they decided they couldn't spend the money to send a crew on the road at that time, right, just in the midst of, of the global, you know, the financial crisis. And so it didn't happen. It was so close to happening, okay? It was so close to happening. And I thought, ah, you know. But the thing is, dear listener, if that had happened, okay, that would have been a completely different path. I mean, I have no idea what would have transpired as a result of suddenly so many people knowing, you know, about what I do and being moved, I think, I hope, I would hope by, you know, that was the, the goal, <laughs> you know, is that my work with people with, with disabilities, quote-unquote disabilities, you know, would become something that was widely known. Um, but it didn't happen, right? If that had happened, I might not be standing. It's highly likely. It's po entirely possible that I, that I wouldn't be standing, you know, here in um on this on this soil on australian soil you know talking to you having you know come through everything you know that that occurred that was so difficult that i now can see sorry that i now can see was you know like a cocoon right like a cocoon like a cocoon right a difficult um restrictive, you know, often painful. You know, if, if, if you're going through that kind of metamorphosis, dear listener, that kind of transition, that kind of emergence, and, and you're, you're fraught, you know, with things that are restricting you, you know, I mean, it's really painful, right? And yet, as I see it now, this wouldn't have happened without it, right? It, that, was, that was a means to something, Okay, it was a means to something as incredible and painful and whatever it was that it was, you know, which was a lot of things, it was actually a means to an emergence now into a whole new life. So that's the extraordinary thing. And when you begin to realize that, you know, as a human being here on earth, in a sense, you're taking, you're, you know, you, you have been blessed with the, um, the perspective of, of, of the divine, you know, of that which is creating this, okay, that which is overseeing, you know, guiding, orchestrating, um, manifesting, 
that is the uh, the source of this and you begin to become aligned there's a plane going overhead these are little planes <laughs> little two wheels hanging in the air two little two little uh, you know um, wings and just a propeller you know it's amazing flight is an amazing amazing thing I mean the Wright brothers plane wouldn't have looked like a whole lot different to that plane you know I mean just in scale so um so anyway um but you know there there you are you know you uh you suddenly start to see things you know you you find yourself able to access something so as I was writing there in the cafe enjoying my chai latte which I hadn't planned to do I didn't plan to have I'd had my heart set on something else and yet something better happened something so much better happened and that you know waitress that server who was who had recommended it to me I just gave her the thumbs up and I said oh my gosh that was so good and she said yeah isn't that good wasn't that good and she was you know (laughs) we were both happy it was so sweet so dear listener you know what it's just really something to begin to step into you know, this different life, and like I said, as I was sitting there writing, it was like all of the, all of the words that would have come to me from this dimension, you know, other dimension as kind of guidance, you know, were starting to come out of me, they were starting to come out of me, and all of that wisdom became, you know, it was like it had become sort of internalized, or I had been freed enough, you know, the last hurdle had dissolved, where I could now actually become unalloyed. <laughs> unalloyed. What does that word mean? It means it's like there's 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 a, a fine metal like gold or silver or something, you know, and it's not cut with anything else, right? It's not, you know, it's not alloyed. It's not, um, it's not diluted by any other metals, you know, any other metals, you know, it's, it's fine. And that's the thing God wants us to be like that because that's how he is, you know, that's how the divine is. It's unalloyed. The divine is unalloyed and thank God that it is. Thank goodness it is, right? Because that means we can trust and have faith and let go and find this place in ourselves, you know, where from once that, 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 wisdom that guidance that direction comes we can become you know as God you know has intended us to be and that is a beautiful thing that is a beautiful thing it's where the duet dissolves both into one and there you are yourself you know yourself a human on earth yourself walking you know walking walking moving discerning things seeing things appreciating things, loving things, you become the source, a source of love, and you, you know, you become a source for all the qualities that we give to that which is infinitely creative and good, true and beautiful. We can become the source and the very embodiment and the very expression of those things. So dear listener, on this day, free from smog, free from smoke, two days after Christmas, I send you the warmest wishes and love from the Antipodes, from the edge of this island continent, from whence, you know, come so many beautiful things, so many beautiful flora and fauna and different interesting things. I send you the warmest wishes from this, this land of the dream time, you know, this land of the 
First Peoples, from everything that has now here of this island continent on the edge of the ocean looking out I send warmest wishes and love God bless you and uh, I wish you the very very best now and always thank you so much for listening take good care talk to you soon bye for now bye for now bye